0: The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributor. And do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Uh, My name is Alice, and... um, Let's see. When I was in my teens and 20s, I read a lot of books on neo-paganism, which is the modern interpretations of pre-Christian European religions. It was all very intriguing to this nature-loving young seeker, and I always thought the holidays were really cool. One important holiday in this pre-Christian tradition comes right at this time of year, halfway in between the autumn equinox and the winter solstice. In our modern calendars, we call it Halloween, but we also call it All Saints' Day, All Souls' Day, and Dia de los Muertos. It's a time of year when the veil between this world and the next is thin and the spirits of the dead come close. One activity suggested in many of these books is to put up an altar to the beloved dead in your house. Um, Since the spirit of the ancestors are close, this invites them into the house um, and keeps them from causing mischief or from getting lost. So I did it. I made an altar on a shelf in my bedroom, um, and for many years it contained things like pictures of my grandparents who died decades before I was born, uh, bones of animals I found in the woods, and picture postcards of endangered or extinct animals. My idea of the ancestors was a lot like in the Disney movie, Mulan, like some sort of cartoon characters who show up and impart heavenly wisdom on you if you light the incense just right. It all seemed very abstract. This year, I set up my altar again on the shelf in the front room. In addition to that photograph of my grandfather and a feather from a raven I hit and killed with my car a couple of years ago, there are also pictures of my mother, my grandmother, and the dog I loved more than pretty much anyone else I've ever met. The picture I have of my mother, um, who died a year and a half ago, is a formal studio portrait that was taken the year she graduated from high school. There's a matching one of her mother, the only grandparent I ever knew, and they're both so young and so beautiful. And there's a picture of my tomalo the dog who was my best friend and most beloved for the formative years of my young adulthood. She died just last May. I laid out my mother's glasses that she wore the, in the last years of her life, and Tumalo's puppy collar, and pictures of other black dogs I've loved, all on a piece of crochet that came from an even more distant ancestor. Additionally, my partner, who lives with me, placed pictures of his wife who died six years ago and the dogs they had together who are also both dead. All of a sudden, the beloved dead don't seem so very abstract. It's odd to think of my mother and grandmother with that same word that always described those cartoon characters, the ancestors. My relationships with both of these women was very complicated and painful at times. Two years ago, I would not have listed my mother among the people whose wisdom I wanted passed on to me, or at least not without a lot of caveats and asterisks. (laughs) Including her in this category seems awkward, but there's also a sense of relief and hope in it. Realizing that the wisdom of the ancestors is an imperfect wisdom passed through imperfect people has been a mind-bending experience. My family is full of flawed people but these very concrete photos and objects help me think back through their stories, and I'm able to see how each one of them, each one of us, has taken what we were given and done with it what we could. The wisdom of the ancestors is no magic bullet or fairy dust that creates peace, harmony, and rainbows. It's stories of trauma, perseverance, failure, and hope. This wisdom is handed to each of my ancestors by their flawed ancestors, and they wrestled it into something a little less scary and a little less painful to hand on to the next generation. There's still a lot of hurt and resentment over the fact that my wisdom of the ancestors sucks in a lot of ways. I deserve harmony and rainbows, okay? It's also a kind of balm, though, to accept that my mom, in many real ways, did the best she could with what she was given. And through her painful work and the life she led, she gave me so much more than what she was given.